<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast, episode 120-something. We'll put it in the description and you'll know what it is when you read it. Um, I'm the, your host, Michael. Um, as I said last week, I'm the man of the hour, the man of the power, this week to be sour. Um, and I'll introduce you to the rest of the crew. So we've got the mayor from Monotoneville, the man from the Goldfields of Bendigo, Oscar. Hello, everyone. Good to be here again. Looking forward to another bumper episode. I've got uh, a good 11 for you later, Alex. Oh, shit. And the man that Ross just mentioned was with the man who puts the leg spinner in. Fuck yeah, Bab is that leg spinner. Welcome, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm looking forward to this episode and whatever this 11 involves, Ross. And lastly, <laughs> and definitely not leastly, it's the man who is the best from the West <laughs> of Heidelberg. Welcome, David. Nice to be back, Mick. Um, you ran me during the week and said that the numbers hadn't been all that glorious <laughs> during the week, so I thought I'd better make my return to podcasting to try and get us back up to where we need to be as a juggernaut. Didn't um, chuck anything in the boot to help someone else move out tonight, mate, or...? Well, when you have friends, Alex, you will <laughs> you would find that not everyone does podcasting, um, uh-huh. and okay. certainly not at prime. Concept. Certainly not at prime piss drinking time at eight o'clock on a Friday evening. So, <laughs> yeah, just had to miss one. Sadly, you'd be better for it. These things happen, you know. Everyone knows the best way to move a uh, chest of drawers in the back of a silver comedy. So, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, all righties. <laughs> So, uh, over to Roscoe, you've got something interesting you'd like to speak to the group about, Ross. I do. I have um, an interesting um, information about Tim Payne, and it looks like he's not going to get to play a test in Tasmania. And uh, that hasn't made um, Cricket Tasmania chairman Andrew Gagan. (laughs) (laughs) Gagan for it. He's he's taken aim at Jollymont, at Cricket Australia. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's... Put the crosshairs on John. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, Bull and Nance's office isn't in those mm, sites. Crosshairs. Uh, yeah. We're working from home. COVID, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, we're all right. Safe, safe. Cove, safe. Yeah, follow the great explorers in the northern suburbs, Roosthen and Dennis, <laughs> out to the northern suburbs to work from home. <laughs> Lois and Clark, Ruthven and Dennis, Burke and Wills. Yeah, yeah. What a what a gag and say. Yeah. He said um, well, he took aim over long-term fixing issues, including the likelihood that Payne will never have the chance to represent, let alone captain, his country in a test at Belrive Oval before he retires. Oh, right. so the, he's retiring him. So he retired during the week, did he? Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Gagan's got some inside news, I think. <laughs> Gagan's pulling the chain on him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like how they said that. So is it so Payne will never have the chance to represent his country in a test at Bell Reve Oval. Okay. Yeah, so he hasn't so far. Um yeah. and it says, let alone captain. Is it gonna be a period of time where Tim Payne's in the test eleven but isn't captain <laughs> from the so. yeah. thirty five years of age? I don't I, think that's mm, gonna happen. Doubt that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, okay. I imagine he wasn't so shit for eight years and played more. He might have actually <laughs> played. Imagine if he didn't have puppet arm fingers. Yeah, that's yeah, right. If only he hadn't played in that Johnny Walker 11 t- yeah. <laughs> game of broken finger. Well, it could have been if only Dirk Nannis hadn't hit him on the glove. Anyway, CT, which is short for Cricket Tasmania, yeah. wanted to host this summer's one-off test against Afghanistan, but that was handed to the Western Australian Cricket Association instead. 
and Tasmania has not hosted a test since Australia's tumultuous loss to South Africa in December 2016. What a test side that was put out by Australia. What a test mm. that was, yes. Mm. One test wonders in um, Callum Ferguson and Joe Many. Oh. Cal Ferguson's brother flying over yeah. from London. Did he get run out for a duck or something? <laughs> or run out for one or something? Was like uh, Madison <laughs> played in that? No, he was... He was, he was South Australian. Yeah, 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 next yeah. test where they blooded R- R- Renshaw and Maddinson and he yeah. Hanscom. Wade came back in. Yeah, Hanscom. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's only had two international games of cricket in the past three years. Well, one of those ones was COVID cancelled, so it was fixed for three yeah. in the last three years. Um, despite being one of the three, only three states so far to agree to Cricket Australia's distribution cuts, and this summer it will only have a men's one-day international against New Zealand and a women's one-day international against India. Mm. But no one goes to watch mm. games in Hobart. Oh, yes, that's what so I was going to say. It might have something to do with whether they bother shipping everyone down to Tassie. Mm. Yes, uh, that's right, because I distinctly remember that South Africa test in 2016 started on a Saturday and there was no one there. Mm. I wouldn't go and see Joe Betty bowl, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I'd just be like, oh, can I grab a refund, CT? Might mow the lawns. Yeah, and apparently even Joe Manny's mum and dad said, no, nah, no, nah, it's right, we'll be okay. Yeah. And they we'll stayed watch home. it on Sally. <laughs> <laughs> I think the parents were near chucking themselves into the Derwent, I think. I do feel for the um, for the Afghanis, if they had to go and play in fucking Tasmania, they might absolutely yeah, yeah. freeze to death down yeah. there. Might die. No wonder they went to Perth. At least it's a little bit closer to home fucking base. Yes, well, like people have been complaining that Cricket Australia's treated Afghanistan with no respect. Imagine if they had to fucking put them down in Tassie to Gagan has been on Wikipedia, Alex, because he pointed <laughs> oh, <good>. out <laughs> he pointed out that <laughs> Payne, should he lead his country in all five tests this summer, will have been in charge for twenty four tests, and that's this. This is straight from Wikipedia. That's the same number as Don Bradman and Lindsay Hassett, and just one shy of Bill Laurie and Bill Woodfull, and only four less than Richie Benno. Interesting wow. stats, Gagan. Where? Mm. What? Why are you saying that? Well, because Gagan then went on to say Payne was likely to be the only captain since. Victorian Henry Tup Scott in more than 130 years not to ever play a test on his home ground. Hmm. On his own, Daniel. Yeah. Quote, to me, it's an embarrassment. He may well finish his career. I don't know when he's going to finish, but he finishes as one of our test 10 games captain, but never captains a game at home, never plays a test at home, Gagan told The Age. Hmm. The 2021-22 season will be a home ashes summer, so Tasmania will not have a test unless we go to six tests, which is very unlikely to happen. Yes, Michael? I've got to say, I actually agree with um, Gagan on this. It is (laughs) an embarrassment that Cricket Tasmania and the Tasmanian government obviously haven't invested enough money into the grounds and the stadiums to want people to bring cricket there. Mm. It's clearly because... Wasn't the whole, wasn't Bellroy even a similar situation to the Wacker and the Gabba where it wasn't up to snuff? So they had to put a heap of money in and so forth. And so there's clearly some kind of issue there. That, attendance is a massive one, obviously. Yeah. But there's but, um, like but there's got to be other things involved that they're not giving them test match. And obviously this whole Indian four um, things causing an issue too. True. Yeah. I think, obviously, um, 
Blundstone Arena has only been around for three or four years because Joffre and Archer invented Blundstone when he started playing for the <laughs> Yeah, Hurricane. that's true, yeah. <laughs> they need some time to be able to get to, you know, international level. It's not their fault. Yes, well, Gagan has said he was tired of the typical... I'm tired, I'm just so tired of the typical... <laughs> <laughs> A malaise. Just so tired of this criticism. <laughs> that the test crowds were poor. He said the Rain Mode 2016 test had seen an average daily crowd of 6,000. Oh, you am sitting down. Oh, they oh, oh. knocked me for a loop. Yeah. Fucking turnstiles flying off the edges, they were. Jesus. <laughs> I think he broke three or four security guard clickers. Everyone coming in the gate. <laughs> Bang! Springs flying out of it and shit. Can't handle it. Only goes up to 2,000. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Gagan. No wonder they want fucking North Melbourne to play footy down there. They'll feel at home. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and as Gagan pointed out, this is 2.5% of Hobart's population. And this was well ahead of the per capita attendance last summer of any other state. Oh, now that's interesting. Mm-hmm. We're giving him a heap of shit. But that's an interesting stat. <laughs> yes. Uh, Gagan questioned the independence of the Cricket Australia board, claiming it largely had an interest in retaining the status quo, that being staging five tests on the mainland. The nine-member CA board comprises Paul Green, the chairman of KPMG Tasmania. Mm. Oh, well, so isn't he Tasmanian? Anyway, okay, keep mm. we going. This is where he gets excited. He goes... Quote, the main thing with the 1990s time warp is that with the five tests, it was just accepted to start off in Brisbane, go to Perth, Adelaide, finish in Melbourne and Sydney, he said. The 2011 Crawford-Carter reforms were supposed to end all of the divergence among the states and it all agreed the states would be equal and get one-sixth owners. We're not saying if Perth had an Ashes test, I think there should be six Ashes tests because the ACA would make more money than we could have won that Perth should miss out and we should have an Ashes test in preference because Perth has $1.5 billion stadium for 60,000 people. They make more revenue, which allows more people to watch, which is good for cricket, the same as the Gabba and all other venues. But what has annoyed us this season is if that you get four tests against a top drawer like India, no problem. We're not saying we should have India, but then you have Afghanistan. There wasn't a lot of interest in Afghanistan, it's fair to say. That is where we crack open the Doritos and put a bit of Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman on and go back in this time warp. The five tests are just automatically allocated to the mainland venues. Right. That Shit. felt like reading out a Donald Trump speech. It didn't make much yeah. sense. No. Yeah, Alex. I was going to say, I don't think Gagan's uh, up for the job, to be honest. Like, <laughs> the problem well, is... If, Doritos, they only existed in 1990, did they? Yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> if they got an Indian test match, they have to break out the second pie woman. I'm not sure they can afford it yet. <laughs> <laughs> up to 10,000 people, that needs at least two pie warmers. And it's a big investment as well, Bull, because that's, that's like three kegs instead of two kegs. That's right. <laughs> Yes, so he, the only point he has, but he didn't actually say it. Make a point, yep. Yeah, he didn't actually mention it, was that um, for uh, quite a period of time, so the last 15 years, prior to a couple of years ago, you had six tests except when um, England came, then we only had five. Yeah. But we, it, the non-Ashes summers, we'd have a three and three or a four and two, yeah. and it'd be... Three years of six, then one year of five. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And that was from about oh, 2000, when, when the West Indies stopped coming for five, which yeah. was 
2001 or something. So from about 2002 through to the World Cup year, 2015, it was six, three times, and then five for the Ashes. Yeah. And so Tassie got a lot of tests there, but um, they've moved away from that now, and they pretty much only have five tests each summer. There are only five last summer for no real reason, two against Pakistan and three against New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. So they started making those six test non-ashes summers, five test non-ashes summers, and that's hurt Tassie. Yeah. yeah. That BBL influenced or I think it's just part of the Futures Tour program. Australia decided, oh, right. oh we'll just we we'll just take us down, we'll just do two. Yeah. One and three. Like last season. I don't know why last season was only five tests. I don't know why they didn't play three against Pakistan. They played yeah. three twenty eyes against Pakistan. Could have been a test match, but anyway. I think happen. I think part of it is like, because you've seen like, like when did we we went like when was the last time they had an Australia Day test? Like that's pretty much gone. Like so, like that whole basically from that what is it like tenth of January that Sydney shuts up shop for their test. That's it in Australia for Test cricket now. So it's like everything's done by the end of that first week of January, and after that it's T Twenty. One days and BBL and whatever's going on, so I think that probably the BBL has has definitely has some form of influence on that. But I think there's, but I don't understand. Like you've said, I don't understand why we don't have the three and three anymore. If they mm. want to make this Indian one a big deal and it's going to be four, just make it five or, or make yeah. it four and bring Afghanistan out to two. Two. Yeah. Or if you're yeah. going to have like when you have the Ashes and when you have India, if you have them both at five, bring out Ireland or bring out Afghanistan or someone to make up the six tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I don't understand why we'd have any less than six. Uh, I could understand um, five in an Ashes summer, but now when you've got a country like Ireland where you're allowed to play four-day tests and stuff like that against them, why wouldn't you play yeah. at least one against them and six? And that'd be... Well, England did it in England against Ireland mm. when yeah. Aussies yeah. come over. They you know nearly what? tore them a new one, but... Yeah. 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 You know what? Fuck yeah. it. Go even better. Go seven. And fucking yeah. bring those out and play them in Tassie and Monaco and fucking have yeah. seven tests. Like it just it yeah. doesn't matter. Like it's it's weird and there's been a bit of <clears throat> it'll probably die off this year, but if it was a normal year there'd be more and more chatter over it. Because each year there seems to be a bit more chat of why is the Sydney test the last test? It's just yeah. the peak time for test cricket January and it's all done. Because yeah. a lot of people don't really take yeah, sort of an active interest to the summer of cricket until Boxing Day. Yeah. And then it's all over. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't make sense. Maybe they should Boxing Day should be the second or third test and then, you know, three tests in January or something like that. Anyway, mm. maybe they should make the New Year's test in Sydney start on New Year's Day, David. <laughs> well, if you're going to call it the New Year's test, <laughs> that's when I would start it. It's like having uh, the Boxing Day test on the 29th, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I actually had a theory there because in Elise Perry's book, she said that uh, what they'd really like is to have an annual set date um, test match in Australia for women's cricket, much like Boxing Day is a set date. And Mm -hmm. if you push the Sydney test back to the 4th of Jan, because it's already the 3rd, so what does it matter? Yeah, what's the fucking matter? Yeah. Yeah. Then you could have a (laughs) um, women's test match could start on New Year's Eve and 31st, 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Four-day test. That's what they play, and there you go. And have it in Canberra, so halfway to Melbourne. I um, I don't know a lot about women. Done. It's fair to say, but um, <laughs> don't they like getting blind on New Year's? <laughs> no, the cricket ones don't. Uh, 
uh, a lot of uh, I do know a lot about men, and a lot of men like getting blind on Christmas Day ball. So, <laughs> as in the Boxing Day would be the following anyway. Yeah, but they're not starting on Christmas Day, and then getting pissed, and then come and try to back it up. Oh, you you day. keep yourself teetotal on Christmas <laughs> Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, but like they're not <laughs> bloody playing that day. They just start the next day, right? So what Elise Perry's saying is start on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So do fucking seven hours she in the didn't field. Say that. Go oh, and get what, on the this piss. is what Ross is saying. <laughs> do seven hours in the field. Go and get on the piss for New Year's <laughs> Eve that night. Then try and wake up at eight o'clock in the morning to do a warm up. Fuck no thanks. No, no. no. See, day night test. Ball. Day night. Ah, of course. Uh, then just get on it. Yeah, that's right. Get on so it beforehand. Finish, finishes at ten pm. <laughs> so you only you just finish your recovery when the yeah. clicks over. Have yeah. a beer. Do our in recovery. Have a beer. Yeah. Straight to bed. Job wake up done. at noon for. Tomorrow's play. Hey, yeah, just, you got to give me dead rules, mate. And have a have a biscuit square leg and drop a patch <laughs> after shotgun a beer. And... Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I'll just push on into the uh, next bit I've got here. So yeah, go for it, mate. Cricket Australia released the um, Australia men's international schedule for the upcoming summer. And guess what's Ooh. back, David? Extreme chat. Talk to me. Uh, I assume T20Is. Which I love. Oh, yeah, there's lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, first time since 2008, there is a top end tour. Oh, oh, I love a top end tour. Oh. <laughs> Darren Lamey <laughs> runs for fun in a top end tour. Do we have a. Uh, do we, has anyone talked to Gagan about his opinion on the top end tour? I want to hear Gags' fucking opinion. I reckon, he, okay. I reckon he's probably going to be against it. He wants yeah. a test in July, does he? Down there in Hobart. They'll be swimming. He goes, look, you know, we'll go back to the status quo. We can have cheesels and chickadees with, with oh, what's that bloody pink canned cola called? Jesus. Fuck. Dr. Pepper. Uh, Creamy soda. Tab. Creamy soda. Tab. tab Cola, yeah, yeah. We'll have our cheesels and chickadees and Tab Cola. We'll go back to the status quo of Ham and pineapple jelly or whatever it fucking is that you look at all the time with those weird cookbooks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, salad. Yeah. Ham, pineapple and cream cheese jello mould salad. <laughs> but could you imagine, could you imagine how much the pill would swing in Bell Reeve in fucking Geneva? <laughs> It'd be hard we to see it, it for piece. all the fucking snow. You need an orange ball. <laughs> They need thermals on, I reckon. Those big white long jobs. That's why Siddle moved down there, so we could bowl with a fucking beanie again in the cockpit. <laughs> Sorry, Cock Ross. That's, that's next on the rundown. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, sizzle. Oh, cut out the bag. Sorry. I know it only happened four weeks ago. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, yes, it's, it's shades of 2008 when Australia um, only realised at the last minute that they couldn't possibly play test matches against uh, Bangladesh at the same time as the Beijing Olympics. So they had to carefully manoeuvre that two test series into three ODIs at the last minute. Hmm. Hmm. So shades of that. Uh, Zimbabwe are going to tour Australia oh, in August, apparently. Uh, so the first one says Australia versus Zimbabwe at TBA, but I'm led to believe that that's um, going to be Darwin. So, Beautiful. yeah, August 9th, uh, it all kicks off, which is a Sunday, then Wednesday again in Darwin, and then the following Saturday at the Riverway Stadium in Townsville. Yeah. Pop up to Darwin, pop up to Darwin, mm. watch a game, lads. Yep, I think yeah. so. 
Yeah, you sure so, TBA isn't the Tasmanian Bonstone Arena? Maybe they didn't get a test game. <laughs> <laughs> Two ODIs in August. Fuck it out. Be underwater. Be ready, <laughs> mate. It's your last chance. Get your green stuff onto it. Otherwise, we'll take them away to someone who wants it. All of the three kegs snorkel. right now. I want to see the kegs at the ground before <laughs> we book it in. I want to see 6,000 people through the case. <laughs> 2.5% of your population. <laughs> so I'll need 6,000 snorkels so they can fucking survive. <laughs> All right. So then, um, yeah, I, I think this uh, fixturing seems to be an, an activity in uh, hypotheticals for my mind. But anyway, T20I series against West Indies. Uh Three games, Townsville, Cairns, and then Gold Coast, October 4, 6, and 9. Beautiful. So keeping Queensland. And then another T20 series against India, October 3, October 11, 14, and 17. Brisbane. Fuck India. Fuck it. Monica, and then Adelaide Oval. Yes. Right. So then that October 17 leads us into the World T20, or the T20 World Cup which was going to start, is due to start on like October the 19th or something. So effectively six uh, warm-up games for that. But uh, everything here says it's not going to happen. So I don't know. Mm. All right. Uh, oh, oh, crispy that was, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, mate. You sold yeah. that well. Yeah, yeah. Thank oh, you. Got us up and about that. I feel sure informed. I feel informed <laughs> now after that. Yeah. Luckily, the camera's okay. pointed at me head, fella. That's all I can say after that riveting <laughs> segment. Fucking hell. Does anyone uh, think the World T20 is going to happen? No, not Only because you've informed me as to why not. That's what I'm saying. Haven't <laughs> the BCCI already announced that it's not going to happen because they're in charge? Mm. Pretty much. Okay. Yes. Okay. So the things that probably will happen one off test against Afghanistan at Perth Stadium. Mm-hmm. November. 21 to 25. Now, I, I've misread this and thought that kept seeing the Western Australian Cricket Association written as its abbreviation and thought this game was going to be at the Wacker. <laughs> Up in my, arms, mate. Yeah, and I thought there was something when Perth Stadium was going to be built that they said, oh, look, we'll pay the big tests at Perth Stadium and the um, T20Is and the Perth Scorchers, but we'll play 50 over cricket and ODIs and small drawing test matches at the WACA group still. Yeah. Really? What the fuck yeah, are you trying yeah. to say, Ross? You're trying to say Afghanistan's a small drawing test, mate. Yeah, that's what Shut, I'm saying. Put, put, a bit of, put a bit of respect on their name, mate. Fucking hell. Well, that's it. Yeah. I'll mm. get 6,000 people easy there. <laughs> yeah, but is that 2.5% of the population? Every day. That's Every important day. numbers. Probably in Perth, it is. They've all moved out since the mining thing went bust. <laughs> All right, so then here's, here's what you're waiting for. Here we go. Australia versus yes. at the Gabba, December 3 to 7. Adelaide Oval, December 11 to 15. That's going to be a day-night pink ball test. Mm. Um, MCG, Boxing Day, and then SCG, January 3 to 7. Oh, close. Just like get them through, don't they? A month mm. of four test matches, just fucking pack yeah, them right in. Right, actually, because, yeah, the first one starts on December 3 and the last one starts on January 3. Mm. Good observation. Thank you. All right. No, any time. <laughs> ODI series in against India. This is what you put in your diaries here. Yeah. <laughs> Just please. Australia versus India at Perth Stadium, January 12. MCG, January 15. And then SCG, January 17. So, Can you just say that ODIs were going to be at the Wacker? 
Yeah, no, that one's not either. So yeah. I was wrong. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't Fuck, make I love fight against India. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't they come out here last night? It'd be 10 games. So isn't it like, is it three, four tests, three yeah. T20Is before the yeah. test? Series and three one di three ODIs after the test series. Fuck, I'd like to play like Sri Lanka. I don't even know who plays for Sri Lanka anymore. I haven't seen them in about a hundred years out here. Fucking hell! India turning into the new West Indies. We bring them out every second fucking day. Yeah, yeah, to beat us up. Then there's an interesting nine day break here. We don't play again until we play. Uh, New Zealand are coming back for three ODIs. So (laughs) was this the Chapel Hadley? Have they nominated? I don't know if they're nominated. Jacinta Ardern, whether it's a bloody Chapel Hadley or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, we won't do it this time. Why not? I couldn't be fucked. I don't know. (laughs) No reason. (laughs) Whatever. Next time. When's next time? I don't know. We'll just do it then. Fuck. (laughs) We left the trophy at home. No, we'll just do it next time. time. (laughs) Forgot to pack it. Sorry, boy. We'll just do it next time. Uh, I think Kay Williams is injured, so can we do it next time? So, Shane yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob's broken down again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. So, um, yeah. Uh, they don't. They don't get such a good deal in New Zealand about where they get to play. So they get to get Adelaide Oval on the January the twenty sixth, Australia Day. So that's back. The ODI. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Yeah, that's Australia Day ODI is back. Um, then. <laughs> The January 29th against um, Australia at Monica Oval in Canberra and then finish off January 31 against uh, at Hobart, Blundstone Arena. Again. Uh, yeah. Well, fuck up, Gagan. You've got a game, so shut yeah. the fuck up. And against the fucking New Zealand powerhouse one day side as well. Stop your fucking engine. <laughs> <laughs> and then they finish with a one-off T20I against oh, yeah, New Zealand. Yes, SCG. One off. One off, yeah. Why? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I don't pres- know. That one, I don't understand. I don't understand <laughs> why there's a one off. Prestigious fucking hussy Stephen Fleming trophy. A one off <laughs> fucking T. <laughs> 20 <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fixtures are fucking shit. So, one game. Hang one. On. If the, if one. the world T20s go ahead, that's yeah. like. This is like after they're done. Yeah. They're playing yeah. a one-off T20. One. Like, what is it, three months after the... Yep. You're going to get uh, no one. Like, you're going to get, like... They won't even that'll put bring the money in, won't it? <laughs> hey, that'll put us in seats. Yeah. One. Um, yeah, so the, Australia Day is on a um, Tuesday. Mm. So it's Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Uh, uh, and then that that one off T twenty I. I'm just going to look it up. What what day of the week do you reckon this one off T twenty I will be on? Uh, it, it'll be something shit. It'll be Wednesday or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it'll be, it'll be like a truck. Kick, kick it off at uh, Monday four thirty on a Thursday night. So <laughs> everyone who plays cricket can't watch uh, one fucking minute of it because yeah. they'll be out training. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's on a Tuesday. What? <laughs> when does it start? Oh, I love Chef's uh, 7 p.m., I suppose. It's at the SCG. Okay. So it's, it's, yeah. 
Maybe that's something about that game they played behind closed doors. Maybe there's oh, some make up there. Absolutely. They lost yeah, a heap maybe. of money on that or something. That, oh, that reeks yeah. of that. They're one T twenty I is going to get all that money back really, <laughs> on a Tuesday. That would really fill the coffers. I remember ah. after the World Cup um, in England, the ODI mm. one, I think West Indies went to like Sri Lanka a week later to oh, play yeah, three ODIs or something. Oh, <laughs> and you just got to be like, fuck, I'll try my hardest in something that actually matters. <laughs> and now we're not doing this for another four years. They're going to play three meaningless ODIs. How are you going to get up? Fucking uh, hell. One. Yeah. God. Who does this? Yeah. Uh, Yep, there you go. Good fix yeah, to so, chat. Um, yeah, it was good fix to chat. The Monaco Oval game will be good on a Friday. Yep, it's good. Uh, no mention there, which is disturbing for me because TV's big dollars. Yeah. Um, uh, they haven't put him in the Prime Minister's 11 games. So I'm surprised Scomo hasn't given him a phone call already. You haven't received any notification having a membership, mate? No, or no, you no, the chairman? Chairman, no. Chairman's 11. We've sort of... Yeah, I know. Get a bit of murky crossover territory there. Can you get yeah. like a similar thing to like AFL membership where you could just get like a you can combine all the games together and buy an overriding overriding membership, you know, something like that? No. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> 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 oh, when I was halfway through saying that statement, I'm like, I know exactly how Ross is gonna reply to me. Say it at night. All right. Uh, what about the Governor so General's 11, Ross? Now that George Bailey's a yes. selector, well, mm, yeah. is that going to get up? Yes, that's the women's equivalent of the ah, Queen's. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fixtured yet, though. So, um, talking about women's cricket, they're playing three T20s against New Zealand in late that's September. That's why, wouldn't you? Uh, North Sydney Oval, September 27, 29 and October 1. Then, it's an interesting thing happening. They're playing three ODIs against New Zealand. And the the day after Australia played the West Indies in T20s in October, so mm-hmm. playing the same three venues the day later. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Maybe the teams will travel together, COVID style. Yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah. like um, North Melbourne and Essendon flying to Sydney, and the, yeah. the president gets to choose whether they sit on the left or the right or the front or the back. In the plane yeah. bubble. You're going to pass a coin to see yeah. which which president of which club gets to choose first. <laughs> yeah. Who gets to use the toilets and who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> then um, they've got an ODI series against India, uh, which is January 22, 25, 28. Canberra, uh, Junction Oval, and then Blundstone Arena. The so Junction. Will be, yeah, that'll be busy. October, uh, January 28. And then they've got another one coming up just a few days later, uh, January 31. So right, the pie one has been served. Sort of, uh, yeah, once again... In that series, they're um, sort of leading the men in by a few days to each of those venues. So that's very interesting too. Mm. Hopefully the uh, 75-year-old bartender at Blundstone can do back-to-back days like that. Mm. Worth out how to turn the deep (laughs) fire on. Might have to get someone from the mainland in the chop out. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, looking at all those fixtures, I've got a a sneaking feeling that... um, they're going to wind the BBL in to finish within the school holidays. So I think it's interesting. There's no cricket on in that week between the 17th and 26th of January. So the Saturday, Sunday, 23rd, 24th of January. Uh, the women's cricket's on the 22nd. Uh, and then the 25th, the Monday. 
I reckon you'll see BBL finals 23rd, Saturday 23rd of, or Sunday 24th of um, January. We'll yeah. come back to that episode 160 and see if you're right, Ross. Yeah, <laughs> fascinating insight. And of course, they'll start the day after the second test, yeah. which they always do, which is um, uh, December 16th will be when the BBL starts. Always does. Beautiful. Mm. Okay. So that would be a truncated season if they finish January 24. Hmm, maybe not going to happen. Anyway, we'll see. Okay. I think they, they got over the idea if they wanted to push into February. I think they want to shorten it. No, I fucking hope so, because it was far too long. It's funny. It went for the same length the last two years. And the first year, I remember you guys said, oh, it's good length. And I was like, oh, it's a bit too long. And then last year, it flipped. And I was like, oh, it's fine. You guys... Well, Mick maybe more so was like, no, nah, too long. So it's funny. Oh, look, I'm not having a go. It's funny how you just feel differently, different seasons. You feel differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it depends on the, the type of cricket on display and the That's type right. of cricketers, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And I see recently the BBL got ranked um, like fifth best T20 franchise mm. league in the world. I think the Nepalese uh, <laughs> <Nepalese laughs> outranked them. Yeah. <laughs> Tough times for the BBL. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Like, I saw some, right? I don't know if you can really agree with that. Like, they, got, they had the PSL, PSL don't pay their players. It wasn't that yeah. the one that Hodgie still hasn't got his money from? Uh, so, how can Bangladesh. that be? Oh, no, Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Yeah. Maybe, Bangladesh. Um, Bangladesh was in there. Yeah. Maybe Professor Dino did the rankings. Maybe. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get a coaching gig, you put him right down the bottom. All right. Well, he sat at Over home with cold chisel on the outside looking in. I can just say. <laughs> 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 we got some uh, other exciting news that recently came out from Cricket Australia um, on the 5th of June. Yeah. Mm. Across this. Do you remember what happened on the 5th of June? Um, umpire's announcement, I reckon. Spot on, Mick. Oh, oh memory, Mick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, you had that one marked down in your calendar, didn't you? I know. <laughs> every year. Every year he looks at that. June 5th. Fifth of June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fellas, here we go. And just wait for the announce the scorer's day. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> June, <laughs> who's, who's got their 300 games coming up this year? <laughs> <laughs> Miles, important milestones. Put them in your uh, Has he missed a game in 25 years? Put your four colour pens out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So on the um, uh, the Cricket Australia National Empire panel, Jerry Abood, Darren Close, Sean Craig, Greg Davidson, Phil Gillespie, Mike Graham-Smith, Donovan Koch, Sam Nogatchki, Tony Wilds and Paul Wilson. Waka. Yeah, and the international umpire panel nominated to the ICC, Jerry Abood, Sean Craig, Sam Nogoski and Paul Wilson. So I don't know what that means about, say, um, Rod Tucker and um, Paul Rifle. No. Who's the other bloke? Yeah. Bruce Oxenford. I think they're on the elite panel already. So they're on the actual a, like, top yeah. of the three panel. Who's the bloke yeah. with the face shield? Which one's that? As Oxenford, isn't it? Oh, Bruce Oxenford. Oxenford. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is it a bird wears the catcher's helmet? I think so. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Unsurprisingly, like, I don't know. <laughs> Paul Wilson might have dropped down the ranks a bit because he might have been on the full elite panel. But he, oh, he was doing international yeah. games, wasn't he? Or has he always been yeah. doing BBL, though? I can't remember if I've he, seen he's all, I think he's always mm. done BBL, but he's international level. Yeah. He's only done limited overs. Yeah. But he's not a test be, umpire. Yeah, that might be it. So I think so, he's yeah, international, yeah. but not elite. Because I think 
elite are the test umpires. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you're right there. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's very exciting stuff. Good to see. Um, there's there's a, a, a weird anomaly in the elite panel. There's no Indian umpires on the elite panel. Right. Hmm. Mm. Hasn't been for ages. Yep, so there you go. Okay. Right. The surprising one just because, like, there's, like, there's... They're like the BCCI has their finger in all these pies, but there's actually not any umpires from when, within their own channels that have seen to have been pushed up the ranks. Like it's unusual. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And such a big country and so many first class yeah. teams. There's so many first class games to umpire opportunity yeah. for them to. Um, yeah. I've got a little bit of international cricket for you. It's the uh, West Indies are touring England. Yes. yes. This is uh, unbelievable. Some players so, aren't going. Yeah, three of them declined. Yeah, because yeah, of the uh, COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're they're checking into a hotel, and it's uh, one of those hotels next to the ground at uh, yes. Old Trafford, I think it is. And they're living in their bubble for fourteen days, and then they're going to play three tests in twenty-one days, and. Um, yeah, that's it. And just flying in, flying out. 25-member Caribbean team will be riding on chartered flights for the three-match test series on Tuesday. So that's tomorrow. That's, okay. why none of the, um, that's why none of the Aussie cricketers will ever get sick in. They've been in a fucking bubble for 40 years, mate. <laughs> the gilded one at that. Yeah. <laughs> and so the ICC has supported the ban on saliva to shine... The ball, so this will be interesting to Have see they got how that works. To the bottom of it now, are they allowed to use sweat? Because it was all this conjecture going around in the media about what they could, will they get a little thing of wax that the umpires are allowed to use or what? Yes, David. You know, it'd be great if they go the other way and say you're now to, allowed to use sandpaper. You're going to retrospectively yeah. award Steve Smith 1,400 runs for the year yeah. he stood out of the game. <laughs> All of a sudden, fucking Cam Bancroft's name, Captain Coach of Bangladesh and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wellness advisor and Captain Coach. Official <laughs> Bangladesh yogi. Yes. Um, so, yeah, interesting. They're going to go to uh, the Rose Bowl in Southampton, play a test 8th to the 12th of July, and then have three days off. And they play then at Old Trafford for the second test. And then they've obviously listened to our podcast about India travelling to Australia and playing all the tests at the Adelaide Oval yeah. because the third test is at Old Trafford as well. So back-to-back <laughs> -back tests at the same ground. Right. Three days off in between. Hmm. Hopefully it's the same pitch. Well, we oh, don't want so. to be, but... Yeah. Yeah. Absolute turner. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to his own. Yeah. <laughs> like five off spinners in the fucking last test team. Yeah. The first test where I get the five days, I don't think I have to worry about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> five days were played, but across two <laughs> tests. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if it finishes early. They just start early, won't they? The second test. They just yeah, have a day off. Well, well, you're in the bubble. <laughs> Fifth well. inning. Fifth inning immediately. They walk out, do the toss. Are they going to do team sheets? Three days off in between those two tests. I'm just going to sit in their hotel room. Spotify. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots and lots yeah. of Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. that, 
yeah. pub all the Australians punch on it. What's that one called? Walkabout. I don't think it's over. That's the one. Yeah. righty. So there you go. That's what the West Indies are doing. And um, I've got an extra little uh, taster for you of something tasty, Alex. Oh, yes. Yeah. Taster of something tasty, you say. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's my world famous Pasta 11. Right. <laughs> so when you say pasta, do you mean yes. the edible? I mean, yes, the hard something made out of flour and water. Not the man of the cloth. Not oh, no. the... So, so Desmond Tutu won't be bowling leg spin. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, right. and yeah. Um, Dave Warner won't be opening because he's yeah. the reverend, obviously. Yeah, he's the reverend. Yeah. Right. And uh, Dave Shepard won't be... Um, yeah. And <laughs> Lloyd Pope won't be Captain Coat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we've got to do a pastor <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself ready, mate. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. You seem nervous, mate. Yeah. Sweat beads coming on your forehead, mate. So, opening up, you got your big shells and your little shells. You need a good opening <laughs> partnership. Okay, so we've gone here for a Hayden and Langer top. Hayden, obviously, is the big shell. He's going to come out and dominate the attack. And you've got your little shell, which yeah. is Langer, and he's just going to middle of the ring. So yes, is sir. one because what you need often in an opening pair is you need a concave and a convex partner in the opening pair just to stuff the bowlers up a bit. Left and right so, hand, do you mean? Yeah. Yes, concave yeah. with the shell or convex. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. Well, oh, okay. You're a best teacher, Ross. Like, I know that's that's... concave and convex. Man. Uh, the shells yeah. are the same thing on different scales. Shells. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Oh my god. It was a bit cerebral, the joke. This is the shit you missed out on last week, Paul. Exactly. I'll take this one. Big spoon, little spoon, big shell, little shell. Because there's yeah. those funny pictures of Langer sort of, you know, just cuddling into Hayden's tummy. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. sort of what we're looking at there. Yeah. Big Brilliant. Then at, and at three, you need your big dog at three. You need your best bat at three. So, big dog, KB style, ravioli at three. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> big man. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. put your best at three. Yeah. That's it. Uh, number four, we've got Trevelli, which is not a fish. It's, in <laughs> fact, what I would call... Uh, well, we can get Mick to translate if we want. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm probably not saying it right. It's but what the four. Italians call a common fish off the east coast of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, small spirals because think of number four. Who you think? You think Sachin Tendulkar, short in stature, pirouetting yeah. on his flight on his feet. You think yeah. Brian Lara batting at four light on his feet. You think yeah. Don Bradman batting at three but could yeah. bat at four and be light on his feet. <laughs> and quite small in stature, so small spirals. Oh, yeah. Joe Root style, yeah. Yep, yep. Tevenda Boomer, oh. whatever his name is. <laughs> to Tevenda Taibu, yeah. Him too. Yep. Right. At number five, it's the Maverick. You've got to have your Maverick at number five, okay? <laughs> Macaroni. That's <laughs> 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 five. Right? So this plays is a good little shot, shot like player. Macaroni. Yeah, Macaroni yeah. plays a good shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's> <laughs> someone like, you know, Craig McMillan type. He's coming in at five. He's <laughs> Craig <laughs> McMillan Rev... Uh, I lost it. Macaroni. <laughs> oh, you got to be. You've been a bit quiet, Dave. I wish you'd like to have an input into this. <laughs> Eleven, mate. Who's at six, Ross? 
Mm. You seem non-plast with this whole <laughs> scenario, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Four minutes of the podcast <laughs> that we've ever done. <laughs> Can you tell from the clock over Ross's right shoulder is how long it's gone <laughs> for? <laughs> you just watch like, it. Second hand's like going backwards. <laughs> 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 Who is at six, Ross? Who is at six? Okay. Mm. Oh. Right. What every good Crick 11 needs, and we all yep. know this, it needs a big lug. Yes. And the best big lugs are all rounder lugs. And we've uh-huh. got a big, big lug at, um, at six. And you see him muscling down a few mediums. And you see him just clearing pickets. And you see him just having a big rig of a chest on him. Yep. Something like a Shane Watson type, maybe in a Jacques Colors. Well, Colin did Rodholm have passed him. A CDG type. And, yeah. and, of course, that would be Rigatoni. Yes, of course. I was just about to say that. Rigatoni, yes. Rigatoni at six. Yep. Okay. What does Rigatoni look like again? I can't remember. Mick, over to you. Pasta. This is big, long tubes. Big, tall tubes. Ah, oh, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, at number seven, Tortellini. Yep. Yep. Because yep. Uh, this is inspired by Brad Haddon, because uh, you'll know Tortellini is shaped like a hula hoop. <laughs> the the Haddon slash Tortellini technique. The Tortellini technique, yeah. <laughs> the tortellini technique if we could keep in the hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it shouldn't be this funny, but it is. Keep going. <laughs> I'm getting some great mirth out of uh, watching Dave yeah. at the moment. Oh. I'm glad we have Zoom so, and not just like Skype <laughs> audio. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So at uh, at eight we have root. R U O T E. Did I pronounce that correctly, Mick? Guess so. I don't know. Rute. Rote. Yeah. It's small wheel shaped wagon wheel pasta. Oh, wow. That's a normal pasta. name. The ones you put in Mindstone. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. as my granddad used to call it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So wagon wheel pasta, he can just hit, he can hit to all parts of the ground as well. <laughs> <laughs> True Number 360 eight. player. <laughs> <laughs> it's the spinner, you know, wheels. Uh, 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 okay. Some of your best work, right? Yeah, so you need a spinner, and, and for team balance, obviously, you need three big fast bowlers. Yeah, with big levers. You oh yeah, you want to tall, you want height in your fast bowlers. So the Bruce Reed type of, you know. That sort of height, Kirtley Ambrose. Uh, so at nine, we've got fettuccine. At 10, we've got linguine. And at 11, we've got spaghetti number three. <laughs> <laughs> who's, so 12 three man, who's 12 men, Joe Angel uh, there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed this last time. 12th is Rossoni because it's not it's even really bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I'm making up the squad though, and these, some of these blokes are a little bit stiff. You know, we're doing a death. Oh, fuck, we've got a squad. We've got a depth chart. This is, you know, you need a top order batsman, so I think something reliable. You want Penne. If you're missing a top yep. order bat, Penne is going to come in. Maybe, Standard. Maybe large spirals get some injured or something. You want Penne. You're real Chris Penne. Rogers of pasta, Penne. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> After that, we've also got um, fusilli, uh, which is large spirals, formal work for large spirals. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they're, they're in the squad. They're your backups there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've got a question. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't notice Maccabi Diva anywhere in the <laughs> 11, so I'm not sure if it's like a true 
cricketing 11 if you can't put Mackay Medivh <laughs> yeah, in there. I, so I don't think, think it'll get a run on mm. SCM without Mackay Medivh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and I was wondering when I did the pastor eleven, which one of those uh, players in the pastor eleven? Yeah, which one's Michael Jordan? Do you think? <laughs> oh well, I've watched the Last Dance, so I would say that Rigatoni is most like Jordan uh, because he was just Rigatoni, so driven to succeed at, the, at all, all other, you know, at all costs. Every other facet of Rigatoni's life doesn't matter because he just wants to win. Yeah, when this squad travels, you know, they, they get on the team bus and they drive them to the tarmac and they get on their own plane. That's yeah. NBA style. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, does, uh, is the chairman of the uh, competition this team plays for um, Don Garlic Breadman? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the head of the PCB, the Pastor Cricket Board. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, other one uh, that was... I should have put in the squad I forgot was Tagliatelli. He goes in there as a backup fast bowler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, good. Thanks for that. Mm. No, I wondered where Tagliatelli would fit in. <laughs> no, I was worried about the balance of the squad then because there uh, wasn't another right. fast bowler. But no, thankfully, yeah, thankfully so, you've come through with the goods. Pane uh, comes in as a backup. Bat Fusilli is the backup all rounder and Tagliatelli is the um, <laughs> backup fast bowler. So, yeah, that's and they'll find um, lasagna sheets for the backup team <laughs> if need be. <laughs> Fuck it, Al. Right. <laughs> As host, I think we might move on from that. So, um... can I just just quickly? <laughs> There's more. <laughs> There's no more. There's no more. This, I was inspired to do this by obviously our discussion last time, and also by a respected journalist, uh, Crick Info's Jared Kimber, who on Crick Info put up like. Um, 11 sportsmen from other sports who'd make a cricket 11. Oh, yeah. Why not? We're a bullshit podcast and we're doing this junk, but real people who have real jobs (laughs) writing and broadcasting are getting paid to do the same sort of shit. Yeah, Yeah. that's a bit much. There's always hope, Ross, isn't there? There is, yeah. Someone will meet a pastor 11. Except on David Bull's face, there's no hope on that face. (laughs) I like it better when we just get pissed and talk shit. <laughs> that's is... pretty much just what we're doing. <laughs> if you if you think this is serious talk, I think you know maybe we need to have a bit of a sit down. Serious mate. talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, alrighty. Thanks for that, Roscoe. So, no um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ross. Speaking of, speaking of elevens and squads, and speaking of cricket Tasmania, there's been some changes to the squad and what's happening down at cricket Tas, and it's seen the axing of a former World Cup winning man of the match in James Faulkner, seeing his uh, Cricket Tasmania contract torn up, which is um, not unsurprising based on form, but um, he still vows to somehow make it into the Tasmanian squad and still play for Hobart and all that. So he's not As a leggy? As a leggy, maybe, yeah. Because that's, that's, that's all he's been rolling for last yeah. <laughs> Gorinda Sandu's gone, so there's an opening yes. there. As, uh, <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, medi- speaking of mediocre blokes who bowl fucking garbage, we had a settled sign with Cricket Tasmania. Yeah. So, <laughs> We're off the yeah. aren't we? In uh, the great... Say, um, could... you, you go, Ross, you go. No, you, no, you go, you go. You go. I was say, no, in the great go. fickle standard that we set at Cricket Victoria, 
Peter, you can go fuck yourself. We never liked That's anyway, it. cunt, so we don't want you around. <laughs> we were happy you were gone. We didn't want to re-sign you. We didn't need you. We know we don't need you. So take your banana-flavoured briquettes from Morwell and fuck off. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Yes, and as you pointed out, Nick, they cut Faulkner and brought in Pierre because you can only have one old cunt bowl and slow shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just I so think that's like the... Go you go, you. Uh, I was going to say it's not the international player rule. There's only one yeah. of them allowed. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say I, was, I think they're just trying to give Chairman Gagan on it another chance to whinge about some cunt who doesn't get to play in his own test. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a travesty that Peter Siddle won't be able to play represent his country in a test match at <laughs> Bell Reading Oval <laughs> at his home ground. It his may home never. Ground. Let alone captain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. But yeah, so that like, is really that was the only, no one else has really done much squad stuff. Like I heard that oh. um young Will Parker, who was the young leggy, the 17-year-old kid who played for Victoria against New South Wales, has um, formally committed to cricket because he was in the running to go in the draft. Yes, Paul? Oh, no, I was just going to say, once you were finished with your squad talk, I just wanted to ask Rosk how the uh, time trials were going. This is an audio okay. medium, Ross, so I only yeah. really saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. A couple yeah, of good runs of the 10. I think Hanscom's got his PB. <laughs> oh, really? the 10. Yep. Luckily, someone's keeping track of all those times in a very inaccurate way. So you can <laughs> to a few VFs. Maybe. Maybe just to explain why I brought it up, Ross. It's it's the bane of your life to the listeners who don't know. I stopped is... following all cricket associations in Australia <laughs> 18 months ago. Oh, I don't know how long ago. I want the exact date, if you could, please, Ross. <laughs> it been late, late May, early June, Ooh. three years ago, because they all returned to pre-season training and their social media people obviously been directed to just pump out shit yeah. every single day and they were... Pictures them doing triathlons and pictures them lifting weights, throwing throwing shit around the gym and doing two k time trials and riding bicycles and stuff. I'm just going, you guys are fucked. I'm not looking for shit. <laughs> Pitched them all off. Yeah, if you good. Got some cricket news, that'd be good. But if you got blokes doing fitness training, I could follow a fitness training. Bit of food. Oh, I hear, I hear, right? I follow you for cricket stuff, not fitness. Okay? <laughs> Boy, Ross, people turn I, this podcast off after a minute. Uh, There's no fucking cricket news. <laughs> Sorry. I, I hear, Ross, that Peter Siddlewold not being um, the strongest or biggest guy around has the uh, unique ability to throw weights around in the gym. So I think that's what I heard on social has media. Incredible tendon strength, I think. Because yeah. <laughs> he fucking need it because he's a sloppy cut. Jeez. <laughs> Says us, fucking hell. <laughs> Imagine, oh, the, te- imagine the tendon strength in his gums to keep his teeth that far apart. <laughs> fucking Jesus. <laughs> Oh, imagine the mid-off <laughs> cricket podcast pre-season photos of us running around the fucking beach. Just <laughs> holding a rope above our yeah. head, standing in buddy neck deep Put, water. Pushing a big tractor tyre across the fucking <laughs> sand. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, they had a bit, a bit of movement at Tassie, actually. They've got uh, Tommy Andrews from South Australia. I think Darcy Short signed there as well. I think he's going to play oh, there. Did he? Um, yes. Ah, okay. Much of a run at WA. So, um, yeah, a few, well, fringe players. Darcy Short, um, yeah, he's uh, a good player. So that'll be oh, good. absolutely, yeah. I totally agree. Okay. He'd be a good player. Yeah. Yep. Even if he goes full Bevo and makes what Bevo made that year, about 1,500 runs. Yeah, and still yeah, can get the right. still can get a sniff for a strike and he's too old. <laughs> he's, uh, he's uh, a <laughs> good player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about we don't do this on, like, the RCN never Monday? I know, I know. I, I think, I, hang up. on, hang on. Whose fault is it? Oh, that's right, it's yours. That's right. I put my yeah. hand up. It is my fault. Oh, I fucked up and I apologise uh, to you guys, but most importantly, I apologise to Jesus them. and also our listeners. <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right. Hang on. I've got, I got another suggestion. Okay, Roscoe. Yeah. One, two, three, yeah. four. Oh, that, I've done four segments. And hang on, let me tell you up everyone else here. Carry the one. Two, oh, zero from everyone else. Okay. <laughs> What the problem is? Uh, what is the very tag and Peter Siddle segment? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hang on, hang on. Mick one, <laughs> Alex stone zero, oh, David. Well, oh, what happened to the cricket governance one? <laughs> <laughs> what about the Instagram comments on the cricket? Oh speech? yeah, I've got uh, them right here in front of me. Oh, but you you refuse to put it on the rundown. So that sizzle for next episode, <laughs> bullgee. Now that um, I'm in charge, we get the rundown sorted out and get you on next episode. Well, that's been yeah. the biggest weakness of the podcast, I think, under Ross's tenure, is the rundown was fucking horrendous. <laughs> so if you could just fix that up, Mick, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, what episode are we again, boys? Uh, <laughs> one, two, five. Right? One, two, six for those playing at home, actually. It's one, two, six. Uh, we missed number one. Yeah, I know. One, it's so it's, it's technically one, two, five, eight, because we fucking jumped the number. All right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Rectify that. Anyway, we'll start, the no, we're not going to rectify that anymore. We're just going <laughs> to no. keep going up and up and up. Yes. And then it'll come in 50, 50 years when we're at episode 1000, someone will count back and fucking catch us out. Yeah. Um, so, I hope I'm dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> cricket might be dead by then. At least Cricket <laughs> yeah. Tasmania will be dead at least. Oh, might, worry about them might be underwater in 50 years, Cricket <laughs> Taz. So, right um, on the Derwent. That will, uh, I think that'll wind us up for this episode. So um, <laughs> check us out on all the, uh, on social media. We're on uh, Facebook. We're not on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. We're on the Apple Podcast. I'm sure we're on the fucking Samsung one. We're on Grinder. We're on Tinder. We're on fucking <laughs> um, one of the other ones you'd have to pay for. Fucking that's free. We're on that. We're on realestate.com. We're on that's all of <laughs> We're on Seek, Seek LinkedIn. Yeah. Thanks to um, thanks to our uh, favourites, the uh, Frederick Howard Sock Company. Uh, we didn't hit them up at the start, so I apologise for that. Um, they're in the process now. This is the time of year where they start planting their trees. That is a real, that's not just a slogan, that is something they actually do. So if you do buy a pair of socks, they do have to plant, they do plant a tree. So um, follow them on social media. You'll see all the photos from that coming out in the next few, day, few weeks, I think. Get a random media, get a random. Um, 
yeah, I think that's that's us all done. So uh, thanks for listening. Big love production, tight ship, all the all the other stuff we usually say. Ants out Australia, fucking flying us high. And <laughs> where we need to go. Fucking um, flying us high. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a nice little jingle. That'd be perfect, mate. Fucking flying us high. See you, boys. Us all right, you, that's us signing off. Good on you, later. boys. Good on yeah, you. guys. Bye. Uh,